Hello, and welcome to the Canopy Boulder podcast, where we talk about the intersection of entrepreneurship and investing in the legal cannabis industry. Each week, we'll give you our perspectives on the latest news in the industry, bringing you insightful interviews with entrepreneurs, investors, and the industry pros, and also go deeper on topics like launching a business, building a team, valuation, and pitching investors. Why would we take on such a challenge? Well, we've helped launch 80 companies into the cannabis industry here at Canopy Boulder and made over 100 individual investments into these companies. So you might say we have the inside line on things. So join us as we take you deeper into legal cannabis and uncover all the nuances of starting up and investing in the cannabis industry. Hi, and welcome to the podcast. I am Celia Daly, Marketing Manager here at Canopy Boulder. And this week, we are talking a little bit about qualifying investors, why you do it, uh, and and how you do it. So um, Patrick Ray, our Managing Director and resident expert on this question, is going to share with us a little bit about questions to ask and that kind of thing. So Patrick, take it away. So when you're raising capital from an investor, they are doing due diligence on you, asking all about your background, uh, how things have gone with the company, uh, what the goals are, uh, going through your financial modeling and understanding your strategy to make sure that um, this is a good investment for them. But are they a good investor for you? When you're raising capital, it's okay to ask qualifying questions of the investors that you're speaking with. Now. You want to make sure that you remain respectful and have the right perspective and that they understand uh, what you're doing as well. Think of this as a marriage uh, that each of you are going to enter into and you want to make sure you know who is on the other side of the table because soon enough you'll both be on the same side of the table in this company. So um, in the cannabis industry, you know, there's a few more questions that you probably need to ask. So I thought we would put together a little bit of a list here of questions you might ask investors while you're qualifying them in the cannabis industry. So let's start. First one that we recommend asking because it's so broad is why cannabis? You might be really surprised by the answers that you get back. It could be purely financial. There could be a, um, a racial injustice uh, positioning. They could be talking about uh, judicial reform, uh, there could be a health and wellness aspect, or they just may really love cannabis. You never know, but it's really uh, telling about the motivations of the investor. Um, another high-level question you can ask is, do these investors want to invest in a business that needs a state license or, as some people say, touches the plant? That would be your cultivations, your extraction, your edible companies, your dispensaries, your distribution companies, companies that actually take physical, uh, physical uh, control of the product and need a, a license by the state and are breaking federal law as well as uh, being under the view of IRS Code 280E. Um, or is it ancillary? Now that could be anything from media, data, tech, software, apps, or services, business services, legal, finance, accounting, things like that. You know, Canopy Boulder 
all we have invested in has been ancillary products and services companies up until this point, which is in uh, late 2018 and 2019, we plan to start making investments in hemp. So stay tuned for that. Um, another question you might ask the investors are, what are their expected returns um, and when? So, you know, the different types of investing yield different returns uh, in the base case scenario and at different time horizons. So a public company uh, might be a company going public or a company that's already public. Uh, what does that mean? Liquidity. Uh, that is one of the big appeals for public companies. Another area that investor may choose to invest is real estate. It's definitely a place where someone can park a lot of cash into a building. Um, however, most of the cannabis funds aren't able to get loans from banks like you would to get a mortgage, so they can't leverage the capital that they have to really compete at a high level uh, on, uh, with other real estate funds on returns with that leverage. Um, are those investors interested in investing in safes, convertible notes? Uh, do they want to do priced equity rounds or do they want to do debt? hard money loans. That's really important because it, if, if it's not a match, often it's not worth having much more of a conversation because you know the best investors are disciplined and structured and they know what they want to do, how they want to invest. They just need to find a partner on the other side who's looking for that same type of investment. Of course, you need to ask if this investor is accredited especially in the cannabis industry, which has drawn many less experienced angel investors to the space. They may think that they are accredited and everybody can do angel investments, but they may not have done any. So it's important to check and it's important to know how the uh, SEC defines accredited investors. Um, once we move past that stage, I would get into the questions, have they made previous investments in cannabis? Um, what were they? Uh, what is their expectation for those investments? How's it going? How have they been engaged? How much did they invest, right? And then looking forward, how much money have they deployed in, uh, well, looking back, how much money have they deployed in the last 12 to 24 months? And then how much money do they plan to deploy in the next 12 to 24 months? Um, these are all um, questions that are gonna give you a good indication of how things are gonna move forward, right? if you want to continue to move forward or not, and if you move forward, how fast will they move, right? Because they may say, hey, I want to deploy a million dollars in the next six months and I've only deployed 200, so I need to get going, right? Um, another important question is, how much money do they typically invest in a round in a company like yours? If they say, there's a big difference between 50K and one to five million, right, in an early stage company, huge difference. Um, so you need to make sure that you understand that. Uh, and another question you might ask is what stage of company do you typically invest? Do they like to be the first money in? Do they like to be in the series B, C, and D? Or are they gonna write checks into startups? Uh, do they lead rounds? This is an important distinction for many investments, especially VC funds. Some like to follow, some like to lead. Um, very different mindset, a big uh, difference in the workload that the VC needs to undertake. If, you, if that VC is going to lead the round, they're going to be doing the due diligence um, on which most of the other investors are going to ride along with. Um, if they lead the round, typically they're writing the largest check. 
into that round and maybe have uh, representing them the entire round on the board with a director's seat. Um, and then what does the due diligence process look like? How do you make final decisions? Uh, you know, this is really a great question to ask because if there is no due diligence process, so they can't speak to a timeline, you may have to just recalibrate your expectations on when and if this investment's gonna happen, right? So, um, you know, recently we had a VC fund come to us wanting to meet um, all the top companies that have graduated from Canopy, Boulders, Accelerator. Um, we made a bunch of uh, introductions. Their due diligence process is very structured. Uh, personality test, uh, driving uh, the team to make a decision about coming in and doing due diligence or not, which will last one month and they will make their decision. And they, I, I gotta say, they lived up to that promise. And that is a breath of fresh air for a lot of entrepreneurs uh, who are looking to raise capital because certain sometimes due diligence processes just can feel like they go on and on and on. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, uh, that's no fun. Um, finally, once you're getting closer and it's getting very positive, you know, you want to better understand their skill sets of these investors, right? Because you'll find most investors say they're strategic investors and they can be helpful. Um, Everybody can be helpful, right? Grandma can be helpful, your spouse can be helpful, your kids can be helpful to put a smile on your face. But what's the skill set, right? Is this a team of ex-tech entrepreneurs, hardware uh, professionals? Are they, do they come from finance? Have they never run a company, not, never started a company before, right? Um, we're looking for, you know, we're looking for people to bring on our team here at Canopy Boulder. We're looking for folks with venture capital experience. They've started a company, so they know what the roller coaster is like raising capital, and they're great educators. You know, I think these are a couple of questions you probably want to ask the VCs that you're taking capital from just to make sure that you're going to be able to uh, have a good, productive working relationship from them, and they will be valuable beyond the capital that they invest. And then, um, you know, of course, you want to say outside of the capital, how do you like to work with your startup companies? Do they want to get a, do they want to sit on a weekly phone call? Do they want a check-in once a month? Are all they concerned with is a report from the board or do they want a quarterly report? It's important to define that. So you set expectations early on as how you're going to engage, how you all expect to engage. Now, if things go really well, sometimes uh, you end up communicating more with your uh, investors and your board, if they don't go well at all, um, sometimes you spend more time talking with your board investors there too. Um, I like to understand how they grew their own wealth um, so I can sort of just tap into that uh, experience as a founder, one founder to one founder usually. And uh, do they co-invest with anyone else? Often investors have groups that they group with and they um, come in together and someone manages the fund um, and the investment. These are just a few of the questions I think that are very respectful and easy to ask. Um, and, but it's so, it's so interesting, many, many founders really struggle uh, asking these questions, you know, because they're afraid that they may be viewed as disrespectful. So timing is of the essence. Certainly early on uh, in a relationship, you have sort of, you're defining uh, how you and the investor are gonna communicate. So let's just say you just meet. Uh, respectfully asking why cannabis, ancillary, touching the plant, it, it sets the tone 
for uh, further more detailed and uh, specific questions down the road. Um, so I would encourage you to start with a curiosity about the investor and try to satisfy that curiosity through a process of answering and getting these questions answered and profiling these investors. Because again, this is a long-term relationship. Um, money is involved, um, passions and time and vision and goals. This is entrepreneurship. So make sure you're starting to work uh, with an investor that you want to. Um, always, always, always never forget these last two points. Ask for references. Ask to speak with entrepreneurs that this investor hasn't invested in before. And two, always do a background check on your investors. The easiest one to do is to take their name in Google and search on fraud. Um, there are other online services that will go into more and more detail uh, about the person's background, financial background, um, you know, if they have any convictions in their background. It's just important to get in, uh, clear on who this person is uh, because the cannabis industry draws a lot of, lot of interesting characters. Certainly there's never a dull moment. Um, meeting with investors uh, often is a meeting with someone who has a very, very interesting background and prerogative on the world, and that's what brought them to cannabis. And, you know, we've got to welcome them all in. Uh, without that fuel, uh, we can't really burn this fire hot and move fast, which we need to do. So qualifying investors, make sure you do it. Uh, make sure you get uh, these uh, answers codified somewhere in your database uh, because who knows, maybe if things don't work out on this round, they will work out later. Or if you find out they're a Series A investor and you're in the seed stage, you can always come back to them. Well, that's where we're going to leave it. As always, if you have any topics that you'd like to learn more about, you can email us at info at Canopy Boulder, or you can find us on social media at Canopy Boulder. Also, make sure that you review the podcast. Give us a rating. Tell us what you think. Uh, the more you guys review, the better we can understand how to put together a podcast that's helpful and informative and also that other people can find. So go ahead and do that right now, right now, while you're thinking about it. Thanks so much and see you next time. Now for the disclaimers. Please do not take any information from the Canopy Boulder podcast or its guests as investment advice. Be sure to contact your licensed financial advisor before making any investment decisions. So thank you for listening and please join us for another Canopy Boulder podcast episode coming to you soon.